Is the great filter an extreme ideational deadlock? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No question. I dogmatically assert that it is that it's what it is. What? Okay. So the great filter, I think we've talked about it in a previous episode, and mm-hmm. I think it had something to do with this concept that why is it so quiet out there? Why can't we find any alien civilizations? Well, maybe as one gets advanced enough, there can be a bunch of different reasons that they die off. So that before we reach the Federation and have interstellar travel and communicate with each other, the civilization, as it was progressing, found some reason or other to fail. Ours, of course, we've discovered it now, and we're meeting it, <laughs> right? Yeah. This Corvid thing, the, the, the super crows are getting a virus, <laughs> and they're going to outsmart us all. Yep. And turn our garbage against us as weapons or something. Isn't that the Corvid-19? That's what yeah, that is. Yeah, the Corvid-19. Okay, so if that the great filter is like, why did the civilizations die off? Now, is this an ideation... A, a what? An extreme ideational deadlock. Okay, so whom is in this deadlock? It's ex- Let's see, is it extreme? I don't even know if it's all that extreme of an idea. Well, I guess if it's saying everyone must die, every potential spacefaring civilization must cease to exist before it reaches a given level of sophistication. In that sense, it would be extreme. And it's ideational in that it's we have no empirical evidence about this. It's just a notional thing. It's a proposal. It's a hypothesis. It's random thinking. Uh, but I don't know. Let's see. What's the deadlock? The deadlock would be between what the Gene Roddenberrys and the the Mark Twain's, the Utopians and the Cynics. The those is I don't know exactly how to answer. I'm trying to put the it's pieces great. together to be able is, to come up with an answer. But this was the this was kind of the point. So that's fun because you've literally heard it. I think different than my like poetic sense you're uh-huh. just like is this <laughs> this and i mean and i kind of and that's a, what i said but that's not what I yeah it's, there's no equal <laughs> sign in between them it's more of an identity which i know you don't absolutely hate because you love it but it's more of an identity thing is the great filter is its identity the thing that we right now call it a great filter but what is it when we like push through the weeds and we're like oh you know you know what is that thing back there is is it extreme ideational deadlock not is the idea of the great filter an extreme ideational deadlock is the great filter what we are talking about this robin hansen guy uh you know we can't seem to get past a certain point or whatever is that point we can't seem to get past an extreme uh, ideational see, deadlock. Yeah. See, I I construed it differently. Interpreted, yeah. But like when you describe it that way, it makes sense. And yeah, that's a good one. I like that as a proposal. Might that be one of the filters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would expect so. There could, There's many different ways that could play out. Extreme ideational deadlocks, among other things can lead to bloody noses 
And I think they can lead to, in, instead of interpersonal conflict, when you have international conflict, they can probably lead to wars. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to these advanced civilizations, they can have pretty impressive weapons of war. Most impressive weapons of war on Earth 2020 are still nuclear bombs. Is that right? I think so. Probably. Probably. And they even seem sufficient no to end life on this human life on this planet, as I understand it. I where guess. we just set enough off. I mean, there's enough of them, I suppose, that it would just, you know, if that was the project. Yeah. Kill them all. If I can't, it's like, you know, if I can't have her, no one can. Anyway. Um,. So you I start was, from an ideational deadlock, and then you end up in a, in yeah, a nuclear I, I war. Think and there's, then... there's a direction for sure. I would. I just want to also say, now that I think about it, I'm not talking about ideological deadlocks or whatever, though. You know, like, um, what I'm trying to say is that, uh, you know, it's like a collective overthinking by intelligent beings, whatever, you know, quote-unquote intelligent means. You know, like over a long time, does such intelligent beings, do they get so bogged down with information and acceleratedly sampled details from the world or their world that they can't decide what next step to take and become paralyzed? You know, um, like ideas become uniformly distributed as each idea or idea complex become supported by just enough individuals while at the same time more and more information keeps coming into this society. Perhaps this is due to like ecological success and then population growth, things I like to talk about. Imagine it becomes more and more difficult for populations to steer in a given direction until it becomes extremely difficult to make any move or take a, to make a move in any direction. You know, like is, is over-regulation and an information logjam, a regular result of growth in the collective actions of intelligent beings. Like where you just, it's like there's too many options and everybody's all vying for their, you know, what they think, you know. And if there's a lot of people and there's just a lot of, you know, we have technologies that are making information that wasn't available, more available. And so, you know, as we keep adding priors and whatnot, there's always a counter movement, right? There's always people who want to then celebrate the old ways of doing things because there's nostalgia and then there's the new way of doing things and people wanting to move things forward. And it's like, can you get a whole set of intelligent beings or whatever you want to call them to move in the same direction after a while? Or does it just become so oversaturated with all these various ideas that people might be having, jumping on one, jumping off another, all that kind of stuff, that it just becomes like it becomes impossible to govern. It becomes impossible to get people to move in a direction outside of like total dictatorship and putting a gun to their head or whatever that is. But as, you know, we become more advanced with our you know with with respect to civilization and technology and all that kind of stuff do we not sort of potentially move past some of those things anyway um and uh you know like for instance if a planetary civilization did make it past this filter would they encounter all these ghost civilizations that just ground to a halt you know and for some reason there's something about them that was able to get past or whatever 
you know, is extinction of intelligent, quote-unquote intelligent things, intelligence itself. Is the extinction of it intelligence itself? Yeah, is it, does or it is bring it about inevitable, its own end? Yeah. Does it bring about its own end? Because it takes, eventually starts taking in more and more. I kind of think analogy would be like the brain and how neurologists say might be talking about all the things that are coming at us, but our brain just selects this and this and this, but not everything. It just, you know, it takes in certain things and maybe there's, you know, a little bit coming on, you know, online at one moment and then flitting into the next moment is another thing. And, you know, it's, there's a selection process potentially going on. And I wonder if, you know, that's just a way to get through the day, you know, and to survive or whatever. And, you know, what if we start to take too much stuff seriously? We start to accept or find ourselves having ourselves being skeptical of everything. Like in this day and age with fake news and misinformation and blah, blah, blah. Like imagine that sort of to the extreme where it's half of it's fiction in terms of, you know, created fictions or whatever. And the other half is stuff that people are trying to put together like, you know, uh, you know, science or whatever, you know. Um, and it, you enter more and more into a world where the the thought is maybe something slightly in terms of the misconstrual say postmodernism that everything has relevance you know like everybody gets to have their day and and so you're mm-hmm. having to everybody's trying to like vie for no no we go in this direction and everybody's going in completely different directions and you go nowhere you know i think that <clears throat> is what terence mckenna described as the balkanization of epistemology mm. right when everyone has their own little nationality and we do it this way and then you cluster and everyone becomes very fragmented and then very internally communal and xenophobic of all other ways of doing ways of thinking ways of being and that could be one way to reach a version of a deadlock right if there were 12 ways of going about it and they were all at least similar in power such that they were able to sustain a competition amongst themselves and a cohesion within. That would be the uniform, yeah. That somehow that might lead to a filtering process where they, where that society ends up failing. Uh, they grind to a halt or something that they can't make progress. And then one of the inevitable environmental or natural catastrophes eventually wipes them out because the, the civilized world falls behind the natural evolution. Or there might be some that are saying, guys, the environment's going to wipe us out. No, yeah. this is what's important or whatever. You know, some other thing is important. <coughs> yeah. It also reminds me of, I think, what those psychologists or whatever were calling the paradox of choice or whatever, right? Where sure. there's more choices and you stand in the cereal aisle and you're paralyzed yeah. by the six shelves, 12 rows across of all the different brands. And you don't know what you want. And then when you do, after an hour of standing paralyzed in the aisle, select one and take it home, then you regret your choice because you sit down to enjoy your bowl of Fruity Pebbles. And then you say, oh, man, this uh, I knew I did. I made the wrong. I should have got mini wheats. This is awful. <laughs> or we just flip through the Netflix one movie. And we're yeah. just like, fuck it. No, I don't want to. No, no, no. Watching no. Netflix now means scrolling <laughs> the titles. Right. Exactly. And so that's the individual level 
what I'm talking about is like, you know, planet wide. Is mm-hmm. that the filter? Is something where it just becomes, and again, not ideological. That's certainly part of all of this and all that. But I'm talking about ideation. Just there just being so many different ideas out there about what to do about anything in particular, you know. I guess that's why I went to the natural disasters thing, or because yeah. just the fragmentation itself doesn't sound like enough to end the species. <coughs> that could be a a problem, but like, right? You know what I mean? Like, just because we get this ideational deadlock, that in itself doesn't seem to me that it would filter us out of existence. Well, I guess my question, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but... How would you get out of an ideational deadlock once you got into it? Because if everybody's going, no, go this way, no, go this way, how does that stop? How does it not just go on until everyone starves to death? Well, I don't. Why is it necessary that they would starve to death? I guess, but I don't know why that part would be inevitable. Because making a decision about, well, we need more food, damn it, and people, oh, we don't need more food. You know, it's like. Um, you know, uh, you, you know, with, with like chiropractors or whatever, you know, just, you know, being like, well, I'm just, you know, you know, hold your arm up and I'm going to press down on it and have you hold this herb, you know, and, and you know, if oh, you keep pushing down. So I, this isn't the right herb for you, you know, like, and people are like, no, this, this is good. You know, I'm going to go to that. I'm not going to go to the oncologist for my cancer treatment, you know, like. Right, but still, in that case, it's it's the cancer or whatever that does come in and wipe them out. But I guess I'm yeah, so something, so much yeah, but that could be a problem. How do we get out of it? Uh, lots of different possibilities. If we had fractured into ten different ways of being, and three of the ways were worse than the other seven, such that they were wiped out, then maybe there could be a new synthesis right, yeah. that arose some subsequent time. That's cool. Uh, maybe there's a charismatic figure who is able to rise above the argument level disputes and appeal to everyone's chimp at, <laughs> at some kind of primate level and unite them. Like, oh, well, so you all have these ideational differences, but ideation ain't everything. Let's all be spiritual together or whatever it is. And they all put their togas on and go to the pyramid. I like the first one. This one, though, to me, sounds like they'd be like, no, let's go over here. It could go that way. I'm just saying it doesn't have to. It yeah. doesn't have to, but I'm thinking, like, it seems so... Yeah, anyway, yes. You can always have the star-bellied snitch phenomenon either arise or recur at any phase in yeah. between. An authority. Um, the world itself, in the, in or the environment, in whatever non-human way could evolve along such a track that there was such a surplus that it could afford for the humans to be idiots, for the whatever intelligent species, to do their stupid shit and still persist. Mm-hmm. Uh, there could be a technological advance, again, to go to the Star Trek-type scenario, where they invent the replicator or whatever, the, like a scarcity removal device. If we yeah. So technology, I think, can still always get us out of stuff. Us or whoever this is. So, <laughs> so anthropocentric here. I know, I tried to make it as non-anthropocentric, but whatever. So, 
so quiet out there. It's because all the ideas are being said at the same time. Like, cancel each other out. Do you, did you have any ways, or are you just playing the, the pessimist this time and you're saying, We're all fucked! Yeah, I guess I'm just <laughs> playing the pessimist. For anyone who was listening, uh, my thought was that I would just throw out a question. And it would just, you know, you know, Harlem would just have to react. No and preparation! No preparation. Uh, and we've been gone for so fucking long. Uh, did we say who we were? Just, did we even do that? Or do you want to do that now? And then uh, just No, like, no one knows who we are. Okay. No one cares either. No one cares either. <laughs> well, anyway, are you good? Yeah. All right. Enjoy this song. <laughs>